Hi, welcome back to EQ vs IQ with Orla and me, Martin. On this week's episode, we have another psychologist joining the show in Amy. Orla follows up on last week's promise by going through one of the most famous unsolved cases of all time. And yes, it's another serial killer. Amy, Orla and I then try to tackle this week's movie, which is Donnie Darko. Join us as we struggle to piece together exactly what happened in this brain melter of a movie. However, I'm making no guarantees that you'll actually be any wiser as to what went on because clearly we haven't a clue. We round the show off by talking simulations. Are we in one? If so, what does this mean for alternate universes? And how does Stephen Hawking's love for One Direction fit into it all? Find out on this week's episode. That voice in the corner. That Hello. is Amy Russell, our yeah. guest for this week. Hello. Um, I'm so excited for today. Because last week we decided that I was going to do BuzzFeed Unsolved. I couldn't bring in a BuzzFeed Unsolved that quick. But I did it today. What are you solving? The Zodiac. Of course, of course. Okay. I could have put money on that one. I am obsessed with the Zodiac. I love Ted Bundy, but the Zodiac, there's something about him. Something about him. <laughs> Guess you're going. It's his eyes. <laughs> no, so it's based in California, This all these murders, and um, particularly the Bay Area, which includes my one and only San Francisco, but they didn't start in San Francisco. Between the 60s and 70s, there was a killer on the loose. So he claims to have killed 37 people in total, but they don't know. The first victims was a girl and a boy. Um, they were like 16 and 17 in a car. And he approached them, shot the two of them, but the boy survived. So the girl was found dead when the police arrived, but the boyfriend survived. And then the next two victims, only the boy survived again. Is he like making sure they survive? Or? I'm not sure. Like I, I thought originally his MO was that like he shoots one and the other yeah. survives. Otherwise, he's just really messy. So I feel like he is making sure that one survives. Because I feel like if you messed up the first time, if you, you know one survives, you'd try and make sure the other one was dead. The person that survived gave a description because they saw the person. So they described a young white male between 26 and 30, stocky, over 200 pounds, 5 foot 8 with curly hair and a large face. So then one hour later, the police received a phone call and it was anonymous that said that some, and it was from somebody claiming to be responsible for the two previous murders. So the one that had just happened and the previous one. The San Francisco Chronicle and the San Francisco Examiner and the Vallejo, I think, yeah, Times all received identical letters from somebody claiming to be the killer um, and gave facts that only the killer and the police would know. And the letters were were signed with a distinctive mark, which was the circle with the cross going through it. And that is now the zodiac symbol. But he never said that. It was just signed with the symbol. Um, And it also included three different codes, which he demanded were to be printed in the newspapers or he would kill again. So he claimed that the cracked codes would reveal his identity. So they were published in all these papers. Eventually, on August 4th, another letter was received to the newspapers where he actually first uh, referred to himself as the Zodiac. So he was like, hello, this is the Zodiac speaking. So he named himself. Yeah. So he loved this. And then four days later, the code was cracked by a couple in California. And the quote is this is from the BuzzFeed thing, so I don't know if it's completely accurate, but this is what they said. The quote was, I like killing people because it is so much fun and it is more fun than killing wild game in the forest because man is the most dangerous animal of all to kill. Something gives me the most thrilling experience. It is even better than getting your rocks off for the girl. Best part of it is is that when I die, I will be reborn in paradise and those that I have killed will become my slaves. I will not give you my name because you will try to slow down or stop my collecting of slaves for my afterlife. Yeah, Tactical. so they decoded this message. They decoded it, but like it was a code 
what's the, I don't know what the word it's like symbols oh um, Morse code is it like hieroglyphs no, kind of thing kind of but he made it no, up himself like, so your man that decoded said something like we knew kill would be used a lot of times we would assume so we'd like look for for yeah and then they'd be like okay well if that's kill what's everything else so that's how they did it yeah and then at the end of september there was a couple having a picnic and the girl saw a man staring at them from the bushes and when he came out he had a mask over his head but he had the zodiac symbol on his chest and he was holding a gun and a knife he tied them up and stabbed both of them but only the man survived again Again, third time third time and on the side of the man's car the police found messages written in black paint and it was the date of all three murders and then on that last one it was the date of that murder and then it said by knife okay because the two other ones he yeah. shot them so they're assuming they're all linked and that was written like normal not yeah no no it's just a normal on october 11th in san francisco a cab driver was shot in the head by a passenger and a teenager in a house heard the shot and she looked out the window and seen a man that got a proper glimpse of him wiping down the car and walking away she described something similar to what had previously been described so when the police came there's loads of police and there was just chaos and because of all the chaos around the scene there was a wrong um dispatch announced over the radio and your man announced that the man they were looking for was an african-american male which was just not and because of that Two other policemen who were driving around in the similar area, seeing a white male with a similar description now on the street just kind of lurking and they were like, he looks a bit weird. But because the dispatch said he was African-American, they left him alone. And now they're like 99% sure that that was actually the Zodiac Killer because in a later letter sent to the media, he referred to meeting two police and that he had an, an altercation with them and then they left him alone. So they're nearly sure that the police actually had him, but only for your man announced the wrong description. They probably could have got him. I could you imagine being that man. Yeah. He also said that he had left. He'd been leaving fake clues at all the scenes so that police were picking up fake f- uh, fingerprints, like loads of fake stuff. Uh, he talked also in another letter about shooting up a school bus and had diagrams of bombs and like loads of other stuff in the letter. And then eventually a task force task force was created. And then he continued sending letters up until 1974. And then he claims to, in that letter was his last one, he claimed to have killed 37 people, but also gave a review of the exorcist that he'd seen. Okay, nice. Just to be like, by the way, saw the exorcist and he described it as a satirical comedy. He wants to do his own radio show to movie review. Yeah. He wants to be us. We'll get him on. Next week's guest, the Zodiac. (laughs) Okay, yeah. Yeah. What a way to follow me up. <laughs> um, so then in 2002, later on, the San Francisco police created a partial genetic profile from the stamps that were on the letters sent to the media. So that because, you know, technology got better. So then there's theories of who it is. So there's three people they think it could be. So someone actually thought it was his father because the sketch that was drawn up and released to the media, you probably have seen it. It's like he's wearing glasses and, you know, remember the Ted Cruz thing? Yeah. Like, it was that sketch your man claimed that his father looked like the sketch and wrote a book about it and stuff but it's very very unreli- unreliable because his handwriting didn't match he had a partial match to the dna profile but everything else was just not okay right so then there was a political cartoonist so this is based off the movie the zodiac if you've seen it with jake gyllenhaal and mark ruffalo no so no. this theory is what the movie's based off it was a political cartoonist for the san francisco chronicle who became obsessed with trying to figure out who it was so then he thought it was lee allen who is a man, and he reportedly, <laughs> he's a man. That narrows it down. Yeah, um, reportedly called himself the Zodiac to a friend before, before that was ever released to the media. Okay. So before the letter was uh, ever sent, he was like, oh, I'm the Zodiac, but like, 
in out of context. Um, and he also told a friend that he planned to hunt people with a gun. And but when police searched his trailer, there was no direct evidence. But there was like weird stuff found. There was like parts of animals found in the freezer and stuff like that. Um, and then in 1974, he went to jail for child mol- molesting. But it is noted that no letters were sent after 1974. So it's like, did he just stop sending them because he was in jail? And then in 1987, in San Jose Jail, an inmate said that Alan confessed to murdering one of the victims. So they do think it is him and he is like the key suspect. And when they searched his house the second time, they found recipes for bombs, diagrams, and they also found videos and tapes on the Zodiac. So he was like watching back news articles and stuff. I don't know. Maybe he had them hidden. And then he thought he was off the hook. But however, the DNA didn't match. So they're still not sure. But didn't Um, he say he was planting DNA? So he could have planted it onto the stamps. Yeah, and apparently he had a habit for letting other people lick his stamps. Don't know why. Like, that's what I would do. Who does that? I don't know, but I feel like if I was murdering people but sending letters to the police, I'd be smart enough to be like, lick that. Yeah, I know, but if someone comes up to you and says, here, lick that. (laughs) Yeah, no, I don't know what that is. Like, who's licking him? I I don't know. I don't know. His friend thought he said he was a Zodiac. I don't Maybe, know. I don't no, know. if you didn't assume he was a Zodiac killer, you'd probably not. If stamp. anyone came up to me and was like, Will you lick my stamp for me? I would just be like, No, I don't okay, care no, how close but we if are. You I'm not licking your stamp. No, if you came up to me and were like, We lick my stamp, I'd be like, Okay. Yeah. Why? Well, well, I, just do I it, can lick my own stamp. Yeah, but if you had a reason, say, so like, I hate the taste of the stamp. Yeah. Like, Wait, I thought stamps were sticky. No, they that, are now. Now, yeah. Okay. That's new technology. New technology. Yes. Zodiac. This is Zodiac's new thing. Yeah, so then there was another incident where it's a woman called Kathleen Jones. She was with her baby and I think her car broke down. She got in the car with the Zodiac, apparently. And when she were, he was like, oh, I'll give you a lift. And when she was in the car, she was like, I'm going to kill you and throw your baby out the car. So then when, so she was like freaked. So she had her baby. When he was like turning around a corner, she jumps out of the car into a field and like gets away. But it was like really important because she's the most FaceTime with the potential killer than anybody else. So then when she was brought into a lineup, she picked out a different man called Lawrence Kane, who a different policeman had suspected. Lee Allen, who was the other guy, he was pointed out by one of the pre like one of the first or second uh, murders. One yeah. of the survivors pointed him out as the killer. And then this woman pointed the other guy out. So what people are thinking now is that it's potential that there was two of them. So that Lee Allen started it and did the first three because they were all kind of similar. It was couples. One would always survive. Yeah. However, the, then the second one is almost changed completely. Like he just shot a taxi man. Yeah, th- yeah, that's, that didn't really make sense. Do you know what I mean? So then it's like the other guy took over. So they don't know. They still don't know. It could be more than two. Yeah. And what or just a copy coming at the end with the baby was she that after 1974. Yeah. So it was after your man was in prison. Yeah, but he got out, I think. Like he's since been oh, released okay. but and I think from what I remember in the movie I think he died of a heart attack before they could ever pursue him properly Do well, we, so he was like their key suspect but he died and have you solved this is this no it's unsolved BuzzFeed unsolved <laughs> but you're supposed to be the one that solves you're it like solve. BuzzFeed unsolved and then Orla solves it well if BuzzFeed couldn't solve well, it well my what I would say then given what I heard from my 21 minute video and the evidence <laughs> from that 21 minutes of media was there was two I thought this was going to be like a really in-depth research by you about who definitely did it. it, What? I'm a little disappointed. (laughs) I thought I thought we were going to reveal right now who the Zodiac killer is. (laughs) I thought that was that's why I told everybody today. That was a big reveal. Oh, who's this? And no one. 
Everybody. Everybody They're that's all into listening. to see who the Zodiac Killer is. Yeah. If there's not about 50 million re- research reviews on it and loads of police still investigating it and, and I rock up with a 21 minute BuzzFeed <laughs> video and I'm like, I know who did it. Well, I didn't know you were only doing 21 minutes. I, to be fair, I, I thought, thought you were like... I thought you were researching it for the whole week. I was fairly sure when you said, sat in that chair yesterday or yeah. last week, you were saying you are going to solve some of these mysteries. No, I never... Okay, well, I solved it. No, you didn't. You, you but how am I going to? I'm not like the prime suspect is dead. Lee. Lee Allen, yeah, dead. Okay. I thought you're calling him dead. So Lee. the way <laughs> so he's dead. <laughs> like, no, but yeah, what I would have said was there's two because there's no way Lee Allen did it all because his mo changes. Like as a series, like Wait, he is was it Alan so, Lee or Lee Allen. Lee Allen. His name, first name's Lee. Okay. Yeah. Second name Allen. Okay. Because I don't want to be ever, I don't want to be accusing the wrong person. What is no, if we now accuse fine. Alan Lee and now Alan Lee gets arrested? No, but yeah, like I just feel like the Zodiac was so smart. He was to make up his own code to like write to the media to like like really patronize them to like have all these things on. He's either really smart or really really stupid. Because so many people have seen him. If he's leaving all these survivors around. Yeah, but if there is two of them and people have seen him, then like they're going to say, oh, he looks like this. But then someone else is going to say that he looks like this. So, exactly. Like, that's kind of smart. That's but... why I'd be like, there's two people. But what? I don't know if they work together. Oh, they're just both. Clean. Yeah, so I don't know if he just stopped. And then your mom was like, that was genius. Did I'm they... a copycat killer. But did they ever yeah. link them together? You know? No. The only thing that links them is the zodiac symbol. I think yeah, there's no way they work. There's no reason why you would work together. That would yeah. just confuse everything, make everything messy. If you disagree on how to yeah. kill, like clearly the first person had a message. Yeah, I don't understand this though. Did anyone ever figure out why he was targeting couples? Was there any? Yeah, did he claim? Did he say in the letters? No, I don't nothing. think so. I can go yeah. back next week with more research on this on top of whatever else. So just and you'll have it solved. I I don't know how. Yeah, fine. The yes. most famous unsolved case. Yeah, and I'm going to just solve it next week. This so, well, week. somebody has to. Fine. Why not? I've not had to do. I'm waiting for everyone to finish my survey, so I may as well solve the subject. Shout out to Orla's yeah. survey there. Yeah, yeah. do my survey. Absolutely. I'm I believe in you. Thanks, Martin. Yeah, yeah. Okay. So if the Zodiac is listening, if you want to get in touch and help me out, <laughs> my like you on Instagram, <laughs> or if anybody does have information. And they have theories. Oh, yeah. oh, send theory, them in. Yeah. No, don't send in. Come to the come to the show. Come on, the actual. Come on yeah. here. Yeah. We'll, yeah, we'll like put a little say. muffler so you can't really hear it. Yeah, if, if you have something to say about the radio or about the Zodiac, <laughs> come on here and you tell us. Fully confidential. Yeah. yeah. Well, not fully. Well, we're not going to see them see. under the window. You can wear a mask. Ethics. Okay, fine. Yeah. We'll give you a balaclava. Yeah. I have one. So, the movie. Amy, uh, do you want to tell us what the movie is? Okay, so we're going to look at Johnny Darko, because psychology and that. Yeah, well, like, I was kind of, I hadn't seen it, so I was, like, sitting down yesterday, I was like, yes, this is all going to be, like, about him and psychology and stuff. And I kind of was just like, "Mm, is this actually about psychology, realistically? It's very sci-fi. There's a bit of both. Yeah, and it depends on how you want to look at it. Yeah, That's the important thing, okay? So, for anyone who hasn't seen it, I don't even know how to explain the plot, but... Originally, this part of the show involved us running through the plot of the movie as we do every week. However, I have decided to cut this out because it is easily the worst summary for a movie that anyone has provided in the history of film. I genuinely got a headache listening to it while editing this episode and I've decided to spare you of the same fate. Honestly, it doesn't matter. I don't think it's possible to sum the movie up in words. You kind of just have to survive it for real. I can't say I'd recommend it, but if you want to test yourself... You can watch the movie first, then come back here and have a good giggle at our clueless explanation. Either way, here is our groundbreaking analysis. 
I feel like like the movie is an absolute. It's it's confusing. It's hard to follow. Yeah. But I feel like our explanation has made it even ten oh, yeah. times harder. If, if like no if you haven't seen this movie yeah. and you're listening, to this, I actually apologize <laughs> because you're now actually you're going to be one of the few people who gets to watch Danny Darko and be like, oh, this makes actually a lot of sense yeah. Yeah. because <laughs> you're starting off with this. You've got like Danny Darko for dummies, like. We've absolutely we've made Watch it so that. much more complicated. Yeah. Okay, well I didn't realize we're it gonna is have a, to, you know, like. But it is a difficult movie. movie to explain in yeah, terms yeah. of like compared to like it is, you know, whatever else we've the done. The Notebook or something like that. <laughs> I'm gonna I'm gonna come yeah. clean here. Okay. I kind of messed up. I watched the director's so edition. So did I. So did I. Yeah. With you the did. with the little bits of paper. Yeah. Yeah. Apparently that's oh. that's the only difference, isn't it? Yeah, that's the thing. Like, it's supposed to be like, what was going on? You're supposed to kind of try and like piece it together. But when you watch the director's cut, it's kind of explained to you yeah, exactly what happens. Time yeah, yeah. It's still like, not it's there's no ambiguity about it really. Once you watch the director's cut, not really. Like, I mean, I said it was a bit like, oh, at the end when he died, I was like, well, that's yeah, okay. Well, I was I'm just maybe I'm just like because I didn't get it at all. Now, so the whole cut. there's two theories or two. Oh yeah, or three, no, I understood it once I watched the theories, but like I don't get how you guys are like. Oh yeah, like director's cut. It's because it's time it. travel, and the whole point of time travel is that there's like a host, and then there's like there's yeah, like but, a like somebody's influenced, like or someone's being manipulated. Yeah. So there's the manipulated dead, and then the manipulated yeah. living. So the manipulated dead was Frank, and manipulated living and was Gretchen. Who's Gretchen? No, no, Gretchen, the girlfriend. No, she, she was alive. No, 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 because she, she, she was no, she was actually dead because she had died in the tangent universe. Yeah, yeah. So she was actually a manipulated dead the whole time, but you didn't know, and he didn't know. Very good. Yeah, there you go. Yeah, oh, so hey, basically, look at me. yeah, because basically the whole movie what we watch is the tangent universe. Yeah, and it is only at the very end you go into the rea- reality yeah. life. So she died in the tangent universe. So she time traveled back, and if you notice, like when she's talking to him, she's like guiding him towards doing what he does. In that the makes movie. sense because you know at the very end she's waving at his mother. She's like, I never knew him, but she waves at the mom, and then the mom waves at her. It's really weird. Oh like. no, apparently that's because they like have like slightly know what happened like they see it in their dreams but they don't fully like they don't know about the tangent universe so they okay. obviously like know that they know each other I feel like that that moment in the movie I think is a big reason of why the movie was written in the first place because the director said one time was he in a hotel or something no he was looking in the window and this woman was looking out yeah. And he he felt like he'd seen this woman before. And he, it was like for two or three seconds he had this like memory of seeing this woman before. And then she waved and he waved back. But like he'd never seen her before. But it was just for this moment he was like, have I seen this? And that's I think that was a big inspiration for writing this. That makes sense. Like It was almost like the movie is like an explanation of why he had that yeah, weird yeah. experience. So somebody makes a tangent universe. Yeah. So the world, first of all, the world's going to end. Yeah. We're never yeah. explained how it's going to end. We're never yeah. told because Donnie Darko saves the world before it happens. Yeah, yeah. he sacrificed himself. Yeah. That's yeah. the whole thing. First of all, why, why is the world ending? And who's making the world end? Second no, of all, no, I think it's that the tangent world is ending and that it's really unstable so it can like, it can like be volatile and end the other world, isn't it? It was something that once the tangent, you have to collapse it safely or something. The, yeah. the, the the tangent universe can only last for a few weeks, which is why it yeah. ends in twenty eight days. He's twenty eight okay. days, but the whole idea, the reason that the tangent universe was created was so was that to he help could save the world, save real the world. actual universe. So yeah. the universe ending, we're never told why or how. Yeah. Then we we never explained who is control of um, creating this tangent universe. We're never told about why Frank is allowed to come from the dead and travel back in the tangent universe. So Frank dies at the end of the tangent universe, yeah. but, and then he, as a dead person, comes back and he's manipulating dead and he's manipulating Donnie. But he's to also reach in his primary destiny. universe. Yes. 
no, yeah, and in the he's in the tangent universe alive, and he's he's manipulative, living and manipulated dead. Yeah, he comes back and he helps him. We've no explain why he has that power. Who gives him the power? Also, and I I didn't get this in the movie, but apparently this is what happens. And I thought this was kind of really badly explained. You know all those parts when he's got like. The movie just has all these crazy shots of like zooming into his eye yeah. and all this. Oh, yeah, apparently, yeah. that's when he's like using superpowers and like. Yeah, so yeah. apparently, and I I think this is so so badly done because the movie doesn't even come close to hinting this really, other than the zooming in on the eye. Yeah. Is that when the plane flies overhead yeah. and the wormhole opens up underneath yeah. for the time travel? He uses telekinesis to, to rip. Drag the- that is yeah, not. I that didn't is. Get it until that is. Yeah, he uses telekinesis to drag the the engine off the jet to sacrifice himself. I did not get that. I thought, like, yeah, I thought the movie. I was watching it and I had. I was honestly just not engaged. Like, I wasn't like, oh my god, what's happening? I was very much like, I have no idea what's happening here. It was there was a lot going on, and then also the secondary theory of like, is he just schizophrenic and this all just big one big See, massive that's what, hallucination? That's what I think but they're placebo. But then I'm like, is was is, that real though? Because yeah. the whole that thing is like he's, he is an unreliable narrator. Do you know what I mean? And like if you were a paranoid schizophrenic, you would believe that your pills are placebo because remember at the start he wasn't taking them and he didn't want to take them. So like, yeah, they could be placebo when it could be whole time travel or he could be really schizophrenic and like hallucinating everything and then hallucinating and, like, that his, he, even his therapist is like they're placebo. She wasn't even looking at him when she told him. And that was in the So he does, you're saying he doesn't die? No, I think he does die, but he has this like whole paranoid, like fever dream, schizophrenic, like of what has happened, and then, then he dies. But how does he predict the future just because he's schizophrenic? Well, like that, I don't know. Like, the I movie, just this doesn't make sense. But the movie is so. I don't think it has ironic. anything to do with being schizophrenic whatsoever. I think he's actually sane, weird but sane. I, I think that's kind of a theme of the movie. Just that he's like, kind of weird. And so that it's, he is saying and it's so bizarre that people are like, that is schizophrenia. Because like. he's weird. Like, he's a weird yeah. guy, right? But the thing about it is, like, rather than people just being like, oh, he's weird and strange, people are like, oh, he, there must be something wrong with him. He can't be one of us. So people, yeah. like, like, he's kind of put in because he acts out when he's younger and stuff. Yeah. That's why he gets cancelling. But, but no, like, I would believe the first theory more than the schizophrenic, but oh, I just, yeah. I, hen- I honed in on the schizophrenic thing. Because and then I kind of was missing stuff. And then I was like, I had no idea what's going on now. Is he, is this just one big massive hallucination? Because I didn't know what the movie was about. So I was like, oh, it must be that. It's like he's schizophrenic and then something happens. And then he died. Oh, this happens at the end. And I'm like, oh, I missed the whole movie. Like, I feel like I have to go back and watch it again, but I don't want it. I will it's too never. long. It's, <laughs> yeah. it's uh, well, long. Don't watch the director's cut again. Yeah. Also, every single scene with Drew Barrymore in it. The teacher was just, I was like, what is the point in this? This has yeah, no, other than her saying the words cellar door, she yeah. had no significance in the movie. Yeah. She was just annoying. Apparently she was, just, he, she was meant to like play Cupid between like him and Gretchen. But like, mm, no. No, all she did was sit down to whoever you think is the nicest. And then she forces her her to sit down next yeah, to him anyway. Yeah, it's also a weird thing for a teacher to be like, just say whoever you think is best looking. Like, yeah, it's what? not. Yeah. I know she's like <laughs> supposed to be this like new edgy teacher, but it, it but was like, just kind of no. like, nah, no it's one, weird. no one is this weird and edgy, even yeah, as a also young really hip teacher. At the whole like sister being in that dance troupe. Like <laughs> I realized that they went off to like, that was why the man went away and like all that. But like, very confusing feel yeah, like just that the whole movie had so many like, like scenes and like you would you'd be like oh this must be important and this must mean something and, and then the movie ends and you're yeah, like yeah when your one was what? dancing the swan thing yeah who's yeah, the abs- Asian girl what yeah, yeah she, she runs away at the end as well when he's like yeah. you'll be okay someday and she just starts crying away, but then she <gasps> has like runs. a book being like Donnie Dare she's in love with him or something but then I see the theory that he's like meant to be like Jesus 
and that she's like angelic like she's dancing like an angel with the swan and and then when she he touches her she's like the ears of reason or something like that oh yeah she had a little and then when she runs away he he wears the ears of reason because he wears her earmuffs when he started wearing her earmuffs I was like excuse me yeah like I mean I I don't even know if I like the movie like I'm like I don't know how I feel about it I wouldn't recommend it it is very it's a very cult movie like yeah they call it a cult movie like if you're into no I wouldn't say watch it I I feel like you have to watch it just to experience what we've just watched like but I feel like everyone probably thinks we're like what are we talking but like if yeah. you watch it you I, yeah, I feel like I'm too stupid for it like I de- I'm trying to explain it I was like <laughs> well you guys obviously still got it I had to watch about seven explained <laughs> I watched half an explanation I actually was like they I just, actually don't care enough to there watch just it. was so much like nonsense in the movie that just didn't need yeah. to be there I, I don't it know was it was so slow paced and yeah, I really zoned in and out like half the yeah. time I was just not paying attention I was like I, and then I'd wake up and I realised nothing's happened wake up <laughs> <laughs> I didn't fall asleep no I just like <laughs> stopped daydreaming and be like oh yeah. yeah this is still happening and I'd look and they haven't moved they haven't really said anything yeah, also no. I, all the people like so essentially he, he goes back and he saves everybody right yeah other than the girl that he was going out with there's never a good reason given of why he eventually decides why to sacrifice how does he know and, he is so he sets your man's apartment on fire and then the Police show up to the apartment and they find out that he has loads of child porn, yeah. and so and he gets arrested because he's in child porn. And you're like, "Oh, this is a good thing!" Like by setting that apartment on fire, he got him arrested. This is yeah. a great thing. And then he kills himself to save the child porn guy. No, the guy who has all yeah, the child I, pornography ends up getting away with it yeah, because but he did want to save like Gretchen. Like that was more important than the child pornography. Oh, I get. Do you know what I mean? Like, as in loads of bad people. <laughs> he's still there watching his child porn. Yeah, but that's while Donnie's one dead. out of. But that is one out of the universe. Yeah. There's lots of people, unfortunately. No, I know that, but he's only aware. Of, like well, you're like, oh, he killed himself, but he still let that the pervert go. Yeah. But like, yeah. it's like his well, you kind of have to to save everybody else. Like he doesn't like anybody else. But the universe, he secretly does. Like he let, he went to his sister and like kissed her. He likes his family. Like he does. He does. He does. I I actually think he gets on better with his family than I think him and his daughter. Yeah, they're best they're, pals. Yeah, they banter. Yeah, they, they don't. The car and all, yeah. They don't really. See eye to eye on anything, but they get on really well. Yeah, and his family cares about him. Yeah, like Like he's not—he's not not like, oh my god, they're horrible people. I want them all to die. And I—I feel like if you were literally—if you hated everybody, but you suddenly found out the universe was going to implode. Yeah, I see. Yeah, how can you make that? How can you? How can you know that for sure, though? But but I don't know. But I mean, if I was getting visions from Bunny and. All this stuff was happening. I'd be like, why? Wow, if I, if if Frank showed, if I turned around and Frank showed up, I would scream and run. Yeah, I'd be pretty I happy to just listen. let myself go. I'm gonna dress like, up I'm as Frank for Halloween. It's a terrifying. Thing. It's genuinely it's so terrifying scary. mask. It's so. It's just weird because like, and then there's like a scene, a cut to a scene where your man who is Frank is like drawing up the sketch for the mask. Yeah, and then he has it's the just, mask. Like this is after he all dies, and he has the mask in the primary universe. No. Yeah, he does. It's sitting beside him. You know when they're like, um, oh, the primary. Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. As yeah. yeah. waking up so from a dream. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know. What that well, he already has the mask made for. For Halloween, Halloween. maybe. But he looked really upset. They all did because they 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 oh, all shared the same dream like about that. what just happened. Right. Well, I'm just and so say that my bunny rabbits don't look that scary. <laughs> I don't know. I, yeah, I feel like it's it's a weird one. Maybe we're too stupid, but I if you liked it, let us know why. And yeah. what no, your thoughts are like, on the movie? It's a good movie, but it's like yeah, no, it's, it's a good movie, but like, I mean, movie, like but I wouldn't be like, oh, never watch it. It was yeah. really. You're not bad. just gonna sit down and be like, let's watch Donnie Jack. Like you need to be in a certain right type frame, of person yeah. to engage in that. Yeah, yeah. 
I feel like I wouldn't have watched it unless I was going on this. No. Yeah, no, absolutely not. And I will not be watching it again. <laughs> Conspiracy. Conspiracy. I am excited. Based, it's more of a question rather than a yeah. conspiracy, which is, well, I suppose all conspiracy conspiracies are questions. Yeah. Are we in a simulation? Now, I think we're lining this out. I asked this earlier. We're not talking about being in a virtual reality. So we're not in a real world controlling a mimic of ourselves in a virtual world. No. We're all fake. We are all fake being controlled by a higher power. Yeah, we're all in a simulation. <laughs> yes. It's kind of scary to think about. I, this is, remember I spoke about, I think I spoke about it on air last week. Yeah. About the like people watching us on TV. Yeah. That I used to be paranoid about that when out. I was younger. I still think about it. I think it's because I'm talking about it to people more. But no, the Scared reason me. I used to think of it because there was a Fairly God Parents episode and they used to watch Timmy Turner on the thing and then I was fully convinced that that was happening. Yeah, like who's to say we're not? When I was really small, I had the same thing, but instead of thinking that we were all on television, I thought we were one gigantic Lego set. <laughs> oh, that is so adorable. Like when I was really small, like when I was like four or five. So did you so just flexible like, Lego, you? Yeah, yeah I mean, we're just really advanced Lego. Yeah. <laughs> um, but That's yeah, what you built up. Yeah. That people would play with us like Lego. Anyway, are we in a simulation, not are we yes. a Lego set? Oh, sorry, are we answering? I don't, no, I don't know. So. Yeah, well, you can tell us, Amy. I, no. No? No. Orla? I don't know. I think but it's quite possible. I don't think it's possible. Now, like, <laughs> I'd like to think that. I feel like we would have figured it out before I now. feel like not, but I don't know. Okay, so it's kind of interesting because if we are a simulation, it means that the world doesn't exist until you see it. Yeah. Which I think is... it's Because it's something you can never prove Wait. to be wrong. For instance, you are hollow. Okay. Okay. Unless I were to cut you open, in which case the inside of you would get simulated. Because okay. I can't see anything inside of you. It but never needs to exist. Why would DCU say every time we come back, why yeah. would it be simulated in the exact... Like, that... Surely, if you are in DCU and I'm not, it's still being simulated. So, like, isn't it just simulated there all the time? No? No. not If if nobody's here, it doesn't need to exist. It would be but, a waste of computer power. Here, yeah. yeah, but it would still be simulated as DCU. Oh, okay. So, like, Martin's in DCU, he sees it. You haven't seen it yet, but you know what it looks like based on simulations. When you get there, it's still being simulated. Okay, so yeah. it's basically, like, if someone is here all the time, it's always being simulated. Yeah, it's like people that, like, yeah. before anything was discovered. Like, like it could America. have been... It, yeah, well... Like, before yeah. they went there. So that was only simulated once, whatever. Once the boat yeah. went here. Like, well, yeah. there was people there before. Yeah, the well. Native Americans. Yeah. But maybe Shout before they found it, like... Shout out to my boys, the natives. I love you. <laughs> anyway. Okay. <laughs> I'm not sure what that was about. It was a bit about. I think I just, that was a glitch. That was a, that was a glitch. The simulation just buffered there. Did you did you hear the argument for we are definitely in a simulation? Like what Elon Musk? Yes, I literally was just pulling. I have a screenshot of what Elon Musk was kind of saying. Please tell me because I don't. I don't I really I'm not getting on board with this. Well he thinks we are. He was like, was it he said it or someone was like, there's a billion to one chance we're living in base reality. Yeah. So basically the the idea is, right, that if a civilization be, can become so advanced that yeah. it can create simulations that are as realistic as the one we're living in now, right? Yeah. Then that simulation would eventually become contain people so so advanced that they will create a simulation. So you have simulations inside simulations inside simulations. So they think we're a simulation, but there is a real yeah. universe somewhere. 
There is there has to be one real base universe, and then and not just that, but they can create multiple simulations, and each yeah. one of those has multiple simulations, which means that you're layers and layers deep in the simulations, and you have loads of simulations, but there's only one real reality, which means out of all the realities there are, only one is real. Yeah, and, and so did yeah. Stephen Hawking basically be like, "Yes, there are alternative universes," so like we could be one of the alternatives. Didn't he not well, say that's that? A, it's that's a real, but no, mm. is that not like we're in each alternative universe? Do you well, know he what just I mean? said that, like he, he, he still provided proof of the presence of alternative universes. But did not he? he? Didn't he not say something that is definitely like? I don't know if he said. Okay, I don't know if it's proof. I, I haven't read it, but I don't think he did say it definitely. Already. No, okay, but he definitely he definitely wrote something on like alternate universe, and he he definitely came out with something when Zane left One Direction. He said something, oh, and I remember. Zane no, I swear to God, I remember he that's said what triggered this no. simulation. Talk. <laughs> that's how I know everything comes I remember, back to Zane. Like he had brought out work years and years ago, and then obviously when Zane left Big Drama. He said something. Someone asked him about it, and he was like, "Well, based on my work on alternative universes, there is a universe where Zayn is still in one direction." Okay, I sorry. Who thought that? Oh my God, Stephen Hawking is right in front of me. <laughs> the best question that I could possibly ask him right now is about Zayn leaving One Direction. He was who funny. He's that? a funny guy. I know, but was. who thought? Like, if I could ask no, him anything, in an interview on like the day direction. it happened or something. Okay. Anyway, we'll let him away. he's definitely done something on alternative universes. So then, can you not kind of argue that if, <laughs> if there are. He was so distraught about Zane leaving. He's like, I gotta prove it exists somewhere. <laughs> <laughs> he never, I am he so never died. He just went to the universe where Zane is in one direction. No, now that you say it, the whole universe thing is kind of confusing because are the multiple universes all part of one simulation? If there are other universes, that's part of our reality. Yeah. But our reality. <gasps> yeah. Can't isn't real. So therefore, if we, if there is multiple universes, so if there is another or somewhere, yeah. then that's also part of the simulation. That's yeah. not, we don't exist in another simulation, so I'm yeah. saying. What? Yeah. What? Yeah, it's because we're living our reality within a simulation. Yeah. But in our reality, there's a potential for alternative universes, which suggests that those alternative universes are still part of our, our simulation. simulation. So there's like infinite amounts because if we're in another universe, there's an infinite infinite amount of simulations in that universe as well no because those all those alternative universes as far as like if we're in a simulation right now those alternative universes don't actually exist until we interact with them because the simulation wouldn't need to render those until we acknowledge them so like the idea of alternate universes okay yeah we have that in our heads whatever yeah but they actually don't get simulated until we interact with them. And then okay. once they do, all of a sudden they appear and then as soon as we are done, they'll disappear again. Okay. I don't I don't buy any of this. Okay. Oh here's one. Because you know there's loads of like, oh it's a it's evidence of the simulation, like the glitch in simulation. In twenty seventeen, a multidisciplinary group of researchers in Washington proved that they could embed malicious computer code into physical strands of DNA. Their aim was to show the computers working in gene sequencing were vulnerable to attack, but they may also have inadvertently revealed that what we perceive to be biological reality was in fact computer code all along. Mm, I feel like that's a bit of a stretch. That is a bit of a stretch, but yeah, okay. Like this was climate change. How convenient! <laughs> convenient. Our civilization is set on the cusp of environmental chaos, suggesting we could be an ancestor simulation created in hopes that we'd show our creators how to solve an energy crisis. This theory overlaps slightly with the aliens, the alien simulation one. And if we find innovative solution to climate crisis, existential beings might return 
to crib the results. Oh, so like we're only here to see if like someone in our simulation can figure out. But if we come up with solutions for climate change, does that mean as soon as we do, we get unplugged and we're all dead? <laughs> oh, they solved it. We all did. Yeah, and they just take game. it. And we, so like, we end up solving. <laughs> no, I'm not going to talk about this because this is just going to feed into people being like, yeah, don't solve climate change. Oh, no, absolutely we're get unplugged. solve it. We're fine. But, but we're, um, we'll move up to the next level. Yeah, oh, yeah we exactly. get a new problem. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> what do we have to do to feed now? Suddenly just... Yeah. Okay, so Craig has messaged me and said, if the universe is infinite, then this scenario will happen an infinite amount of times and in an infinite amount of slightly different ways. Yeah. Don't know what he's trying to That's say. That's what Stephen that. Hawking said. But the universe... Yeah. I mean, That's what it, but Hawking it's not said. infinite if it's a simulation. No. Yeah, yeah. Because... So Stephen Hawking and the simulation can't be right. No, they, they, they both can right. both be right. But Stephen Hawking could be just have been in the simulation where they're like, oh, he's on to something. And then he just missed the mark and they're like, unplug. <laughs> 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 oh, my God. That is the real reason that Stephen Hawking... But you know what I mean? Like, I mean, it's not completely impossible. Things. That's the thing you need to consider is that it's not completely, like, crazy. Well, you could say that. What's not completely anything? crazy? Like, Donnie Darko isn't completely impossible. Yes, it is. Like, But it's not. Mm, it is. <laughs> <laughs> it, it is. The thing about the simulation is there is this idea that if five specific criterion are met, that we are hun- we're, well, we're not. We're as you say, ninety nine point nine 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 percent in simulation. Yeah, there's like five points that have to be satisfied. Okay. Do you know what they are? I have them here. Right, I'll have them to them erase Go, them because we're basically done. Okay, first. You'd have to be able to simulate consciousness. Okay. So you would need incredible computing power. So like yeah. this can't happen until like civilizations are really, really advanced. Okay. Well, the second is that technology can keep advancing. Like what is if we hit a roadblock and we reach the end and like that's as advanced as you can go. Yeah. Can't have that. Third, we have to actually be able to survive long enough as a civilization to create, to get to that stage. Yeah. So if you all die from like global warming or yeah. a war, yeah. then simulations can't be created. Four, that future generations when we're really smart and really advanced will we even want to make a simulation maybe they'll be like it's unethical to make one because if you simulate suffering then the people in the simulation will feel suffering so therefore it's kind of unethical to do and they may not they may just think it's boring they might just be like this isn't worth our time and then the fifth and then the fifth that kind of capsulating thing is if all those things are the case of like we do survive that long they do want to make a simulation we are in a simulation because in that case simulations are real and if there are billions and billions of universes Chances are we're in a simulation. This is in real life. Ew. Weird. It does blow it. my mind. That's uh, something. I hate that's, it. That's us this week. Anyway, closing off, blow your minds and see you next week. We don't know what's coming. I'm going to solve the Zodiac. And that wraps up another episode of EQ versus IQ. Thank you for listening and we'll hopefully see you again next week.